Welcome back, everybody, to a very special episode of the Unofficial Decom Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, and with me this week, I have no one. Ethan couldn't make it, so this week, we're just going to run it solo. You know, maybe it'll be on the shorter side, maybe it'll be longer, maybe we'll have more fun, maybe we won't. I don't know, but, you know, it is what it is. So this week, we're talking about the luck of the Irish. Did you just do a whole intro without me? What? Um, I had an entire Irish accent plan. Uh, well, yeah, hey, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, hey, where'd, where'd you come from? I was gonna go, I was gonna go like, like, <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, no, thanks. Can't do an Irish I'm accent. I'm bleeping this whole thing out. I'm gonna bleep this whole thing out. Um, <laughs> what are you racist against Irish people? I don't think what you're doing is on the side of Irish people. <laughs> Can't fault you there. Anyway, um, I guess Ethan me... is going to be joining us for this episode. Can they tell me what you talked about? Who's they? The audience. Like, can they like just let me know? Yeah. They heard you. Yeah, they'll, they'll let you know. All right. Okay. Anyway, this week we're talking about the luck of the Irish. I guess, yeah. We just passed the 20th anniversary of this one. 20? Yeah, 2021. Uh, you're right. You're very right. That That is the year. Wow. If it, That's if all it, I got. If it, helps you, uh, if it helps you out from here on out, as long as we keep up a good enough pace and not fall behind four weeks in the next, like, two days, mm-hmm. we won't have one that's got a 20-year uh, anniversary <laughs> until after we do the podcast. So we just got to speed up. Pretty much. (laughs) So I don't feel bad about my age. Well, I think you should. But how are you? I'm fine. You know, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm not going to say peeved off that you started the podcast without me. But I'm disappointed I didn't get to portray my Irish accent in a good light. Are you Irish? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm Italian and who knows. Who knows indeed? I don't know. Take your picks. Throw in some percentages, guess some (laughs) numbers, and guess some European countries. But it's like my grandma made homemade pasta, so it's like, I'm Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't really relate, but No. no, no. Well, my grandmother didn't make homemade pasta, so I'm not entirely sure if I am Italian. That's fair. (laughs) But that's what this movie's about. It's finding your heritage, your, uh, what makes you special. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, Luck of the Irish, one of my favorite decoms growing up. I'm sure as a kid, it was one of my favorite movies growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, I believe it was on my top three entering, entering the podcast. Like that first episode where we said it? It's my number one. Oh, geez. Yeah, so. Can I ask, did it hold up? I'm not going to say it all. Did it hold up a bit? I think so. I think oh. I think it's, you know, there are definitely some stuff in it that you're like, eh. not, <laughs> I get not <laughs> today, not today. But for the most part, I think it's one of the more solid ones we've come across. Interesting. Because like, I, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Feel like I had some different thoughts about it, but. We'll get to that. I'm excited to find out, so I say we should get into this movie. 
let's get into it. So as Tony said without me, uh, we watched The Luck of the Irish, which premiered on the Luckville Disney Channel on March 9th, 2001, which is apparently 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago now. Stop it. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it was at the time of the premiere, the highest rated DCOM ever. By a million. Oh, like, oh, like rated, people who watched yeah, it. People watching it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like rated by two pe- one person in their basement and one person in their bedroom. Well, they had podcasts about DCOMs back then. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we thought we were ahead of our time. Boy, were we wrong. Uh, but yeah, okay. That's cool. It also, uh, it also airs every St. Patrick's Day. We missed it? Yeah, we could have like watched it on St. Patrick's Day and done it that way if we wanted to. Could have watched it live on TV. I never know when St. Patrick's Day is. No, and I tend to like, especially like this year and last year, like I don't want to know anything. <laughs> I'm going to get mad. It's, it's like I'll see like on a normal year, I'll see some people wearing green and I'll be like, St. Patrick's Day? Like one of those things. Yeah, it's just, you know, it never, it wasn't something that ever resonated with me growing up. So it's just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Go on with my day. Let yeah. all the white people in middle school run rampant and then move on with my life. Um, do you have anything to say before we start this movie? Anything special? Any insights? No, not yet. Cool. <laughs> I, I like the not yell that you're going to figure something out like halfway into the podcast. Yeah, no, that's just kind of, I'm just saying like, not yet. I might have something, but I don't want to really hype anything up right now. Okay. So kind of we'll just, the road right now. we'll just get into the podcast like we normally do then. Okay. Easy enough. So we open up the movie to uh, some eyeball close-ups. Uh, that's not important though, but it's a little gross. Anyway, main character, uh, Kyle Johnson, he is telling us, uh, how everybody is different and how everybody has traditions and heritage passed down to them. But as we see him like shrunk down like a mini version of Kyle, uh, he says maybe he doesn't have a heritage. And then he wakes up from his nightmare. Sean Stark. Sean? Sean Stark. Oh, I'm like, did I get the name wrong of this main <laughs> character the entire time? Obviously, yeah, we got Kyle Johnson here. Obviously, you recognize him. I'm going to say... Didn't at first. Like, I was trying to figure out the um, the best friend's name, Russell. I was trying to figure out his name. And then I saw, I accidentally hovered over this actor's name. And I saw, I swear this one was an accident. Why were you trying to figure out Russell? Because I, I didn't hear his name. They say it. You could have watched, you could have finished the movie. <laughs> I needed it for my notes then. I couldn't just be like, uh, 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 Kyle's friend. Well, that's what I do. Wow, that's best friend erasure. Oh, I forgot I have to rank him, huh? Uh, you can. Don't sound defeated. <laughs> You're on this podcast. Don't act like like it's a chore. Mance is going to read the entire ranking every episode. Yeah, because I find it funny. Even if I edit it out in future <laughs> episodes. You just I'll, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, at first, like, I didn't know what he was from or anything. I'm like... With his hairstyle and just like his height, looks like he could have been an extra in motocrossed. White guy, spiky hair. I just want to not have to ever talk about motocrossed again. No, that's fine. I'm just saying that's who he reminded me of. I, it's crazy that you just don't recognize him, though. 
No, he's definitely grown up from when Smart he House. Looks the same. The once I read it, I'm like, yeah, of course he looks the same. Yeah, I remember him dancing, right, to, to the hip music. It took of a year two- later. <laughs> what do you mean he, he's grown up? <laughs> he definitely had a growth spurt. Don't lie to me. Growth spurts don't matter in movies or TV. And plus, he shrinks in this movie. There's numerous points where he looks exactly like he did in Smart House. <laughs> that was movie number five? 22. Smart yeah. House was not 22. No. 12. No. <laughs> 12. No. It's eight. I was closer. <laughs> no. Yours was four. I was three. Let's move on. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Uh, yeah, I didn't notice him. Why did you too pause early. like we hadn't already established that? <laughs> I, I thought I'd bring it back. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this opening? No. no? Okay, oh, cool. uh, uh, I guess, I guess we're going we're gonna to see Ryan Merriman again in a ring of endless light. And I know I forgot to bring that up during Smart House. <laughs> Redeem yourself here. And it's about dolphins. So, can't oh, wait. Oh, boy. <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, me either. Um... So he wakes up from his nightmare and we learn he's got a playoff uh, quarterfinals basketball game to get ready for. But also at this time, he asks his parents about his heritage, where all they will tell him is that he's from America and his dad is from Cleveland. They won't give him any any information about this. Right. Yeah. His parents are obviously they're a bit standoffish on the whole idea and they're just like not looking to give him any info. But, you know understandable i guess with context yes with without context later on and the next time i'll ask about it it gets a little weird yeah yeah they're definitely gonna get weird and i think we can we can talk about that a little bit but you have to understand like when you look back at it they're like okay i guess i understand what's going on there are still definitely some holes to poke in their whole (laughs) plot yeah. But the important thing to note is that we're going to see the dad again. Uh, Paul Kiernan, we're going to see him in a few weeks from now in Double Teamed. And we're going to see him in Go Figure. Nice. nice. Has this man been in anything before? He, I feel like he reminded me of someone. Not in DCOM. And that's Any... all that matters here. That's <laughs> why I hate it when you don't let me look up the actors. I would have found something. <laughs> anyway, um, so we go to the quarterfinals basketball game where... Well, before he leaves, he puts on his lucky coin uh, that we learned about. Um, I want to say him wearing this while playing basketball should not be allowed. It is way too long of a necklace. They would have told me to take that off. I just don't know why it's on the outside of the jersey. Yeah, I'm like, it's one thing to wear a necklace that long tucked into your jersey. It's another to just let it hang and bounce around. Right. Safety hazard, 100%. Safety hazard feels like it's going to be annoying in the way. Like, you've seen, there are plenty of athletes who wear crosses. There are even mm-hmm. chains. Less so in basketball with the chains. But why you have it just dangling on the outside of your jersey just seems ineffective. You're asking for trouble. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll have, I feel like we'll have a lot to say about basketball in this movie. Oh, we're like... going to talk nonstop about basketball, and we're like two minutes into the movie. <laughs> so let's get to it. Um, at the game... Doesn't matter what happens, but except that he, to win the game, volleyball smacks a shot from the three-point line, which goes in, and they advance in the playoffs. Uh, my thing about this, 
shot or volleyball smack, as I would call it. Um, nobody was surprised at this shot. They were all just like surprised that the concept of the ball going in, not right, the like way he smacked the ball. Yeah. It's an unrealistic smack. And we're going to find out that for a good reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the next day at school where everybody at school is celebrating Kyle. Very much seems like it's something that Kyle would imagine in his dreams. He's getting high fives. He's hitting some dance moves. He's getting the girls to talk to him. It's real, though. Well, what was that movie that... Oh, Quince. Quince, she would just have those, like, imagination dreams. Yes, yes. <laughs> of being in the auditorium and everybody, like, celebrating her. Yeah. This is that, but uh, in an outside schoolyard. With and 100% just, real. People just walking up to Ke- Ke- Kevin, Kyle. Kyle. Kyle and <laughs> dancing in his face. It's, it's the dream. I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, he's living the life. Uh, but anyway, Kyle is met by Bonnie who is the head of this heritage day that's happening. That's why Kyle is all worried about trying to figure out his heritage. And she asks Kyle what he's going to do at the performance or the heritage day. But Kyle won't give her an answer because he doesn't know his heritage. He then goes to history class where he takes a test and he's daydreaming the entire test. He doesn't because he's thinking about his heritage, you know. Uh, But when the class ends, he luckily fills out the entire test with all the correct answers, which shocks the teacher. So first off here, Curly Green is playing the history teacher. We're going to see him next week as a police officer. (laughs) Let's see if Ethan can remember any of this information. I mean, it's an easy name to remember. What was his name? Curly Green. Curly Green. Uh-huh. I will not remember, but thank I'll, you. I'll give you uh, $5 if you remember. Really? Sure. My <laughs> other thing here is I don't think there was a scene in a decom that was so ingrained in my memory as the <laughs> as scene of him not paying attention in class and then just throwing off answers and then having them all right. And it, it, was, it was such a big... I like to think that, like, Without this scene, I would have been a different student, you know? <laughs> I was going to ask you, I'm like, is this, do you remember this scene so much because this is what you strive to be as a person, but you're saying this is what led you to become the person you are today? Yeah, I think it was, I think it really was like a big, like famously my senior year of high school, besides me not showing up ever, I took a Spanish final and there were 50 true or false questions. And I just wrote down true for all of them and finished the test in 10 minutes. And when my teacher asked, why are you getting up? There's no way you're done. I loudly exclaimed to the class, for you're all true. I'm going to get all the true ones, right? I bet you that teacher never, either never did a true or false test again, or made the answers like all false one time. <laughs> and you just screwed over an entire couple grades. Ideally, <laughs> ideally, but we were cool. We were, uh, <laughs> he loved me, despite the fact that he hated me. But um, we had a good relationship. A great guy sometimes. I don't know. But I really, like, this scene really gets to me, you know? I'm just absolutely winging it. I yeah. Like to, yeah, it really sits with me. I'm glad it did. I'm glad everything connects in your life to lead you from that moment 
this school to this podcast. I'm happy you're here. Mm -hmm. So, so after that, we go home to dinner at Kyle's house where Kyle, once again, tries to find more out about his heritage, but he still won't get an answer from his parents. Is this a time where it gets a little weird? Yeah, I think it progressively gets weirder because there's just a few things. Also, yeah, so there's just a few things here. Like, well, like one, you can't say Indians to describe Native Americans anymore. Oh, I missed that. Um, and then two, there's just so many, like, question marks. Like, if he's bothering you guys so much about it, why can't the dad explain his heritage? Yeah, other than him being from Cleveland. Yeah. Or can't you say you're Irish and then just move on with the day? You don't yeah, have to mention you, the leprechaun thing? absolutely do not need to bring up <laughs> the fact that you're leprechauns. But I also think if my mom was a redhead, and when I asked her about my heritage, she tried to hide it from me, I, how do you not think leprechaun? I, I thought that exact same thing. because <laughs> Bonnie in the next scene is going to help uh kyle out like try to figure out his heritage and all i'm like if you just told her that your mom was a redhead she'd tell you you're irish i promise you that right. bonnie's a smart girl right right so mom is redhead <laughs> like that's just but the first time he hears the word irish it sounds like the first time he's he heard the <laughs> word irish ever yeah yeah it's just it's weird and there's this whole thing throughout the movie where it's like we're, since we're talking about heritage a lot in this, we're, we're talking about how, like, America is a melting pot and stuff. It just gets weird at some points. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just, like, stuff that you have to listen to, and you're like, not, not, not these days. I th well, I th like, there's one weird thing. It's like, the parents are like, we're all individuals in America, so you don't need to know about your heritage. It's just... <laughs> I don't know, but that's all I really got to say about it. Right. Uh, so we go to school the next day where Kyle, I don't know, Disney Channel original movie Googles uh, the last name Johnson, which of course doesn't work, trying to figure out more about his heritage. But then Bonnie comes over to help. She sees that he knows absolutely nothing about his ha heritage or his family at all. And she just encourages like, why don't you ask your parents? All right. So I get distracted during this scene. Yeah. Did Stop you miss it. the best burn of all time? Uh, I think, well, I certainly can't recall it to you right now. Can I say it? Because I think it's sure, one of the best burns ahead. we have had in a decom yet. Bonnie goes, like, just to, just out of nowhere to Kyle. If you're looking for sports trivia, try gofindalife.com. Right. Did you visit that website? Uh, I didn't. Is it a real website? I don't know. Let me see. Stop typing. Am I, am I going to get like a spam thing? If I get a virus on this podcast, it's go, oh, nope, not found. Never mind. No, <laughs> we should register that. <laughs> For future use. So stop me when you catch on, okay? Okay. This is what I got distracted uh, during the scene thinking. This movie takes place in Ohio. Does it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Remember from Cleveland and... I wasn't sure if they moved. I wasn't sure if that was they a moved, They did move out of Cleveland. But, but they're still in Ohio. But they're like 20 minutes away because the, the, the potato chip factory is right there. Okay. The movie takes place in the year 2001. Yeah. Kyle's taking his team to the state championship, his <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> there is almost no chance that Kyle 
Johnson, star player for whatever school this is. Who cares? Uh, the Soren Eagles. The Soren Eagles. There is... I'm going to bleep that out of the podcast. <laughs> Dad says it at the beginning. That's why I thought it was right to say it. Uh, there is almost no chance that he did not come across the sophomore or junior version of none other than LeBron James. A.K.A. hashtag just a kid from Akron. To win the state championship <laughs> against him uh, is not a chance. He's not coming across him. No. They're demolished, I think, would be the correct word if they faced off. Yeah, yeah, it's not even a chance. He's there's not, not one... <laughs> There's not one person on that Soren Eagles team that can match up with LeBron. <laughs> no, uh, there's not one person, not even him with the luck of the entire Irish. <laughs> LeBron James as a high school teen is an unstoppable force, and there is no way this team is getting to the state championship unless it is to face LeBron James. Yeah, yeah you're going to need more than the, uh, some luck. To beat LeBron. Like a connection that there's no way. There has to go through him. And, you know, they pick the hardest. Obviously, like, who get, you know, it's realistic enough. But if we really want to get into details, it is the worst state to try and get a state championship in in the year 2001. Yeah, it's like he's a national sensation by this point. It's like choose literally anywhere else. You have 49 other states to choose from, yet you chose the one with LeBron. <laughs> LeBron James is unstoppable. <laughs> this man had freshman year basketball nationally televised. <laughs> and you guys were like, uh, that kid from Smart House could beat him. <laughs> he did have a growth spurt. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no proof. You can't prove it to me. You're right. I can't. Anyway, thank you for bringing that to my attention and everybody else's attention. <laughs> it makes it so much better. Um, so after that scene, we. We go back home where Kyle's looking through some stuff in his house and he learns that his dad's name is not the same now as it was in high school. And we'll figure out why the point of that is later. Yeah, his name used to be Robert Smith. Okay. And he changed it to Bob Johnson. <laughs> so first off, imagine changing your name to Bob Johnson. Like go through all the trouble with the paperwork and just go even <laughs> more boring than Robert Smith. Second those were off. two those are two names you find in like math problems like Robert Smith and uh Bob Bob Johnson. Second off, he only changes his last name and third he didn't need to change his name. Robert Smith doesn't need to change his name to Bob <laughs> Johnson. That does nothing for anybody. <laughs> it was just he got bored one day. He went he went from Robert Smith to Robert Johnson. And he wasn't fleeing the country. Absolutely unnecessary. <laughs> it just feels like an expensive change. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> but anyway, um, mom, his mom comes, so Kyle, of course, leaves. He goes outside to talk with Russell, who's also on the basketball team. He's talking about heritage and luck, because that's the only thing we can talk about in this movie. Uh, and then as they walk away, uh, they see a poster that has the same inscription as Kyle's lucky coin on it. And it's some Irish festival festival hosted by Seamus McTiernan. So they go to that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to look at the coin and then he's going to wonder if maybe his mom is Irish. And 
It sounds like it's the first time he's ever heard that word. And yet he still won't connect any dots that maybe no. his mother's Irish. It's just like co- the coin is Irish at an Irish festival. Maybe I'm Irish, but right. just me. Potentially one of the dumbest main characters we've ever had. Y- yeah. Uh, I can't think of anybody else on, the, else on the top of my head, but I'm also I'm not the person to pick somebody from a past decom off the top of my head. Really just like nothing going on there in terms of like thought process or anything. It's ever. like maybe maybe you get a little bit of smarts from the coin, but not even that much. Yeah, like even looking like maybe Marnie from Halloween Town, but let's be honest, she was a bit shell shocked. Yeah, she had a reason to be like right to not have all her thoughts work well. Right. So like just looking at all of these options and like maybe in the other me he was a little dumb, but no one is bad as this. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Stepsister from Planet Weird, probably. Sure. <laughs> but I just, you know. One of the dumbest guys we've had. <laughs> Potentially the dumbest. <laughs> Makes me feel better about myself. Uh, so they go to this festival. A couple things happen here. Uh, first off, they find a table with the same coin necklaces that Kyle has. Uh, so they're selling them there. They meet some Irish dude who is as lucky as Kyle. He flips some coins and they all land uh, Tobey Maguire style in Spider-Man where he catches all the food on the lunch tray. That kind of thing. Um, and then he watches Seamus perform because he is the saint of step, uh, Irish step dancing, that is, where Kyle is overtaken by the power of Ireland and he starts a step dance himself. And then he is bumped down by some guy. Um, he greeted everybody at the festival. He's like, uh, top of the morning or something like that. Yeah, Where'd just a, a big guy dressed as a leprechaun. Yeah, in a party city outfit. There's not a lot I don't remember about this movie. Unfortunately, I very much remember this creepy leprechaun guy. Very weird. Don't think he's brought up at any other... Oh, is he one of the goons? Yeah, yeah. He's in the movie outside of a leprechaun outfit. <laughs> Didn't cross my mind until this point, but that's just a me problem. That's not a, that's not a movie problem. Um, One thing I do want to bring up about this entire festival, I'm going to say in at least three quarters of the shots at this festival you can find at least one person Irish step dancing in the background. And I guarantee it. What do you mean? Just like out of the blue? Yeah, just randomly. Like, of course, it's going to happen at the part where Seamus is Irish step dancing on stage and there's people in the crowd doing it. But even before, there's just random people step dancing. (laughs) This movie, their idea was basically like, okay, how many Irish stereotypes can we fit? Not into just one scene, but one movie. Do you think there's a single person doing an Irish accent, like, slightly naturally in this movie? No, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, maybe, maybe Seamus, uh, but I probably can, not. Yeah, well, we can, you know, why don't we touch on here? So the old man that we meet is Riley O'Reilly. He's going to be played by Henry Gibson, who was a working actor for pretty much most of his entire life from 1963 to when he passed in 2009 he's in the blues brothers he's in magnolia he's in a ton of things <laughs> and then we have seamus who is i think if you watched tv mm-hmm. you'd recognize him 
I felt like I recognized him. Uh-huh. Don't know where. He's Timothy Omenson, and he's one of the main guys in Psych. He's in one of my favorite TV shows ever, Gallivant, which is a musical uh, medieval times TV <laughs> show. And he's just in a bunch of other stuff. Um, but his main, his main, main thing is definitely Psych. Uh, he's in that, he's in the movie, I think he's only in one of the movies, but another, like, there's a big, there's a good get for him not doing a natural Iris accent here. <laughs> okay, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, if anybody there was, it was him, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next day, so after, so that festival ends after, uh, Kyle gets bumped down by big jolly henchmen. Um, next day at home, Kyle wakes up to grab his necklace his lucky Irish coin necklace. Uh, he knocks down a trophy here, though, which is odd for him because he's got the luck, of course. And then he goes downstairs to see his mom all Irished up. She's cooking a hearty Irish breakfast and speaking in a probably not natural Irish accent. And it is here where she reveals to Kyle, much to the dismay of the dad, that they're Irish and they wanted to hide it from him because they wanted to, him to be a normal American child because when the Irish came to America they were oppressed and that's the story they're sticking with or the mom's sticking with all right so why don't we uh stop down here and just talk about this whole secret that the parents are trying to hide from their son for 30 minutes or so in the movie let's do it like I I think we alluded to it earlier but like they're obviously purposefully being weird about it but there's also some stuff like they don't necessarily need to hide the stuff that they're trying to hide. If you want to hide that they're leprechauns, sure. Yeah. But they don't do that. But they don't, yeah. They want to hide that they're Irish. Not only do they want to hide that they're Irish, they want to hide that, like, there's more to them than just being white people from <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, if, even if you, like, tell somebody that you're Irish... I'm going to tell you, not from their first 100 to I'm going to, or their first connection to maybe I'm going to say their 50th connection. It's not, they're not going to connect it to leprechauns at all. That's not a normal thing to connect being Irish to. Yeah, you can literally just tell him, hey, we're Irish. Or even if you want to steer away from Irish, just go, hey, we're Scottish. They're red-haired people in Scotland. Or go the classic white people, I'm a mix of, we're a mix of everything. Yeah, just start throwing out places and percentages. <laughs> they love that stuff. Yeah. But like, to just be like, we're not going to tell you anything? Nonsense. Why? <laughs> I got nothing for you, man. <laughs> I also have a question about how this lucky charm thing works. Because <laughs> if it's, what constitutes as it not working and turning everyone Irish? He so when he doesn't have the coin, he has bad luck, which I don't understand. Like it's not, in the movie, it's bad luck, but is it just normal, like normal luck? And he's just having a bad day without it, right? But then the mom is turning. Well, the thing is, the mom is full Irish. Yeah, but Kyle is only half Irish. Right. So that's why Kyle's transformation to Leprechaun is slower. The loss of the golden necklace is going to 
is going to force the family, the Irish side, to turn into leprechauns. The mom is going to turn into a leprechaun at an alarmingly fast rate. Yeah, she goes from Irish accent in this scene to right in the next scene, tiny. Which, first off, I don't understand why the Irish accent is like... Blocked. The first thing? It's like, like an Irish person has an Irish accent, not just leprechauns. <laughs> no, not in decom world. Same with like the curly hair. Like there, yeah. there is stuff that the that it's hot that it's protecting that aren't exclusive to leprechauns. <laughs> but whatever, Kyle is gonna go very slowly, but he's not gonna be the slowest. But he is half. He's half Irish, so he's gonna go slowly. Mm-hmm. The hundred-year-old from Ireland. Potato farmer. He's over 100 years old. Yeah. He was around at the invention of the chip in 18-something. He invented it. He, yeah, he was the inventor. Um, He is gonna not even really change, except grow a beard. Because old people aren't affected that much, apparently. Right. That's the right. explanation. Yeah, it's, it's confusing. There are definitely yeah. uh, plot holes to their weird confusing magic that they try and give you the kyle one kind of makes sense but even then right yeah also like leprechauns aren't this big right no they're they're um like four foot i would say yeah yeah they're they're just just shorter yeah not uh handheld i've never heard of a handheld leprechaun you saw the uh, lucky charms commercials they're racing around he's racing around with the kids and they're about the same size there's like a really old leprechaun movie on Disney Plus that my dad chat that my dad put on one time, and I think to be fair, the leprechauns are about this size, but I was really hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, it'll come up again most likely. We we got problems. So after this, Kyle is on his way to school. He's talking with Russell about everything, and then starts the unluckiest day of his life. A couple of things happen. Uh, it includes the classic water fountain going on your crotch, look at making it look like you pee. So you can't talk to girls with your pee stain. Um, and also not being able to touch rim at practice, at basketball practice, because he could before. Uh, Kyle's got Ethan hops. He's got white boy hops basically now. Um, and he now has lost his ability to just play basketball well. He can't make his foul shots to be able to leave practice. Right. They all got to line up do some foul shots and you got to hit 10 before you can leave and him and Russell are the last two there and Russell finally gets it and uh Kyle still has to hit 10. Yeah he's doo-doo. You hate to see it. Uh but once everybody leaves and Kyle's the only one there alone Bonnie comes in the bug Kyle once again about Heritage Day because Russell told her that Kyle is Irish but then uh Something happens, and Bonnie basically tells Kyle that he would be a better person if he didn't luck into everything. This is like a. This looks like the exact shot from High School Musical, <laughs> where like they're both in the gym together, and they're playing. Like her, I think it's also mostly like Bonnie's clothes looks almost <laughs> identical to Vanessa Hudgens's clothes in High School Musical in that scene. Yeah, it's the scene where uh, Coach Bolton is like, what are you doing? You're not allowed to talk to girls during basketball. (laughs) 
no girls and no basketballs allowed on the court at the same time. You know the rules, <laughs> Bowden. I, I am glad we get a continuation from motocross here where it's like, see, girl can hoop too. Girl can make basket. Although it's not as bad as motocross in that end. I don't understand why they wouldn't, why he wouldn't just leave. Coach is gone. Yeah, the coach is gone. And it, you know, like, off night. Go home. <laughs> Be better for the game tonight. Yeah, yeah. Apparently there's a game tonight too. So let's, let's go get it. Yeah. So that makes Kyle angry, that conversation. So that ends that. We go to the semifinals playoff game where uh, Kyle stinks so bad that I would say I'm a better basketball player than him here. Uh, All his shots are blocked uh, and he just stinks. Well, I actually wrote down here at a certain point, he's actually just got to have some type of skill in basketball. I mean, he's not Ethan. (laughs) So we had different thoughts. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's like he plays like never, he's never played basketball before, really. He plays pretty badly. In his defense, some of his teammates also played pretty badly. Like I saw some of those passes. (laughs) He was not, he was not getting the help. And also the other team was, were very tall (laughs) compared to uh, little Soren Eagle boys. Yeah. Yeah. Might've been the LeBron James team. It might've been, who knows, but they do win apparently. All because of Dylan Dirk Drake, (laughs) white boy number three, Jake Drake Whitley, played by Brett Yoder, and Yoder sounds familiar. And in the same thing, Uh, (laughs) he's going to be in Pixel Perfect, going to the mat, and High School Musical. Does he also play basketball in High School Musical? Probably. I would. I hope so. I don't think he's any. Maybe he's something in Pixel Perfect and going to the mat. But Yoder is familiar because it is the name of Frankie Muniz's character in Miracle in Lane 2. Oh. The same last name. <laughs> wow. There it is, guys. Look at, the, was, look at me remembering something. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, Yoder. Who? Someone was Yoder. <laughs> No relation, I think. To the character or the real it's, guy? It's a true story. No, I know it's a true story. I was wondering, like, yeah, no relation to Frankie Muniz. No, he's not a brother of Justin Yoder. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, Kyle gets booed out of this game because he plays so bad. But luckily, they win. But, of course, Kyle is not happy with his performance. Um, the next day, Kyle wakes up. We see the same thing again. Although this time, Kyle's pants are a little bit longer, and he can't see himself in his mirror as well. And then he goes downstairs and sees his mom making an Irish fire. It's called something. I missed it. I wasn't going back. So mom's more Irish. Uh, Kyle's more leprechaun. That's basically what's happening here. Uh, We go back to school, and everybody is calling Kyle a loser and pathetic for sucking at basketball. Girls don't want him anymore. Uh, only important thing here is we get our one Hawaiian shirt of the movie. There is an extra hero who I think insults Kyle. He's wearing an orange Hawaiian shirt. I just congrats. wanted to bring that up. Congrats. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Uh, and then after walking in and getting harassed by everybody, Bonnie comes up to him, but he is not happy about it and just walks away from her. Uh, we then go to science class where Kyle here discovers via their lesson on magnets that his coin, the lucky coin he's wearing now, isn't his because his coin is solid gold, while this coin 
is iron, and magnets attract iron, not gold. Yeah, I have a distinct memory of the way that Russell says the three metals that are attracted to magnets. What are the three metals? uh, Iron, magnet, and um, cobalt. Nice. Did I get them right? I have no clue. That's why I asked you. (laughs) Regardless, uh, yeah, I have just a distinct memory of that. (laughs) You just remember a lot of the school scenes, I feel. I remember a lot of the other scenes, too. Okay. But I guess specifically, yes, the school scenes. <laughs> uh, so after science class, um, Bonnie apologizes for calling um, Kyle lazy and how he relies on luck all the time. He even calls him short here. That's probably the most insulting thing here. Uh, and then Kyle, after trying to call his mom on the payphone, he takes off this weird hat that he's been wearing all day. And he reveals, um, is this supposed to be natural orange hair for Kyle? I think, I think it, yeah, that's a good question. Well, I think, I think what it is, it's not, it's not natural in the way that, like, he has ever had it orange and they dyed it to the color yeah. that it was. I think it's natural as in, like, it would have been that color had he not been hiding using his magic anti-leprechaun necklace. Oh, okay. It's just, you know. it looks like spray painted on Oh, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) So you could wash it off at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah. Because they're trying to make it like a a slow. The only, like, the one of the things is like, you don't ever see like them actually, like, like the most you do is like the ears. Like, you never give him like actually red hair. Yeah. It's just like he keeps this orange hair that is the brightest it is in this scene. Right. And then you like, Make him say "granda," "granda ma." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's like all right. Yeah, it feels like the people, the writers of this movie, like met an Irish like uh performer. One's not even a real Irish person. I'm like this, this is what Irish people do. Yeah, I don't even know what they were thinking. <laughs> um, I do want to bring up a comment here that Russell makes. Russell here, once he sees Kyle's orange hair, he says, "Man, my dad won't let me dye mine." He's got this thing about Dennis Rodman. First off, second mention of Dennis Rodman in the decom. Tell and me the first. First, <laughs> first thing. Oh, uh, uh, under wraps. Okay, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, I remember exactly what it was. Uh, the Halloween I, scene, yeah. Well, because I have a note here that says, um, where is it? Oh, I feel like this is not the first time Dennis Rodman has been brought <laughs> up in a decom. That is funny. But the second thing is, do you know who plays Russell's dad in this movie? You thought I'd be caught off guard. You <laughs> thought you could pull one over on me for a second time. I thought you would miss the second NBA player actor we have had in this movie, or in the DCOM universe. You thought I'd miss it. Is he the second or is he the third? We had um, uh, Crumpy right. the Elf. For some reason, it just feels like feel like there was a third NBA player at some point. There might have been. Who was just, I think, originally would have been the first. But <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Thurl Bailey. Uh, 12-year N- NBA vet. Um, he, was a, he was a lot more of a college basketball player than he was an NBA basketball player. Yeah. He, he played was, on the Jazz. Drafted seventh overall by the Jazz. Was a 
a part of the North Carolina State NCAA Championship team in 1983, 6'11". Uh, <laughs> he stands up at one. There are, Russell's dad is in this movie, I think, like three or four separate scenes. Every time except one, he is a character in the stands at the basketball game. But in the final scene, he will stand up and you're like, oh, basketball player. Right. Well, even in the stands, it's like this dude just sticks out. He doesn't fit into the bleachers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's just like it's a seven foot tall former basketball player in a sea of prepubescent <laughs> act- actors. Teens and tweens. Teens and tweens. And it's just like that. He is a NBA player. Um, I do want to say another thing that he did in this year is he released a uh, album called The Gift of Christmas. <laughs> so what a 2001 for Thurl Bailey. Uh, but the reason I, I brought him up here is because there are, I looked it up. They have played against each other, Thurl Bailey and Dennis Rodman. Okay. There's an, a picture I found that you can't see. Well, I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but <laughs> <laughs> I have a picture of him here. I promise they're going for a rebound, of course. Thurl's got his goggles on. That's all. Thought it was a cool thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. No yeah. one is get some weird thing against Dennis Rodman. Uh, so after that scene, Kyle runs home, uh, where his mom is now shrunk down to what they think is leprechaun size, and she reveals herself here to be a leprechaun. Here we learn that uh, um, in O'Reilly, which is their actual Irish name, they can pass their family can pass as normal humans if they have their luck, which is all in that gold coin that Kyle has, or uh, doesn't have at this point. And then we learn that. The weird guy who had the luck at the festival, the old man who flipped the coins, um, he's actually Kyle's grandfather, and he runs the Emerald Isle Potato Chip Company that's sort of new in town. Is it new? It's on the newer side, because they were trying to avoid him. They were trying to avoid Granddad for a while. Well, my thing is, like, maybe there's a new factory in town. I don't know, just because he's been making potato chips and <laughs> potato chips are a thing, so... what? Yeah. Um... The granddad's not looking for them. Why did the dad change his name? But when they go to visit him, he's literally like, "No, I don't have a daughter." I don't, like, don't he have doesn't a daughter. I don't have... talk to them. They were like, they were like, "Uh, well, yeah, well, we're leaving." He's like, "Fine," and they're like, "I'm, you know, we'll change our name too, so you can't find him." He's like, "I'm not gonna even look," and they're like, "And uh, yeah." <laughs> that's exactly how the conversation went but yeah apparently that old man uh who made his old shoes earlier uh is the grandfather so they leave to go to the chip factory to confront a good old granddad where we learn from the dad that the grand granddad didn't want to uh didn't want kyle's dad to marry his mom because kyle's dad is not a leprechaun and to quote to quote the dad here they don't believe in mixed marriages that is the end of that quote. We're just talking about leprechauns here, I promise. Well, anyway. That, that's all the dad's talking about. I have much to say on that. But whatever you're thinking at home, <laughs> we're thinking here. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so let's move on. Um, dad and Kyle get thrown out by this old security guard who chucks both of them out at the same time. This man must be like 60. And just one arm throws both of these grown men out. Is this the same security guard that's going to chase Kyle down later on? 
and jump on the back of the golf cart. Yep, that's the same absolute, one. Absolute tank of a security <laughs> guy. The whole security staff is insane because that dude is just like a monster. The guy manning the monitors is the most attentive security guard you have ever seen. He also looks like a mix between uh, Ted Cruz and Brian Bumgardner. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> With a thick, fake Irish accent. A good old fake Irish accent. Everybody in this factory. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they get thrown out. But Kyle notices that one of Bonnie's clubs is touring the good old ship factory here. So he joins the class. Right. She's, she was like trying to tell him that she was going on a field trip. But he was like, I don't care. Everybody hates me. Everybody hates me. And I don't want to talk to you. Despite you being one of the only people nice to me. You and Russell. But Bonnie's here. So that's, you know, good for Bonnie. She's got to get involved somehow. Young Achievers is what they're called. Anything else about them? No. Okay, cool. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, so they go in and start this uh, tour. Bonnie didn't see him until um, Kyle asks the tour lady like where his granddad's office is. Um, and then Bonnie and Kyle, they go away from the group to talk. But that attentive security guard Tony was talking about sounds the potato chip intruder alarm and... They get chased to the building by this group of security guards uh, where they go through a, I don't know, a potato chip shoot and end up where the granddad is. Fun chase scene. Uh, just an old dude, like, booking it, hunting down Kyle. Meanwhile, like, Bonnie is in the chase scene, too, but she's not <laughs> in any danger. She's just, like, there for the ride. Yeah, she's not getting chased. No. She's just running alongside Kyle. Yeah, like, you give her the camera for this scene. <laughs> like, like Kyle will fall down that chute first. He'll be in a mid-conversation with the granddad. And then Bonnie's just like, I'm here too, and falls down out of the chute. Right. The security guards don't stop her. They're just like, <laughs> all right, you want to go down too? Uh, but yeah, so Kyle and the granddad talk. Bonnie's also there, of course. And they figure out that the granddad didn't take the coin. And like the granddad thought, neither did Kyle's mom. Kyle's mom didn't take the coin as well. And and then uh, Kyle mentions that he lost the coin at the festival with Seamus. And granddad now is pretty sure that Seamus has stolen his coin because uh, he's a bad leprechaun, apparently. Um, so they So the whole group heads outside. They go to Kyle's dad and mom where there's tension between the granddad and the mom and the dad because of the whole marriage thing. But Kyle pulls everybody together and tells them to put it all aside so they can catch the thief. And then after the mom punches granddad, uh, everybody agrees to go get the coin back. Do you realize, did you notice, uh, did you watch this with the captions on? I did. Did you notice that every time they said luck of the iris, it was italicized? <laughs> I didn't. I, I noticed when they said the luck of the Irish, because how could it, you know? Right. But <laughs> I did not see it italicized. I love that. <laughs> it's like they meant for that to be like a joke. Like, <laughs> guys were saying the name of the movie. This is, this is a, we'll, we'll italicize it in the captions, and it'll be like a, it'll be a little wink to the hearing impaired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're, we're getting the hearing impaired along with our uh, good old wink jokes. Let me tell you, man, I've been waiting for this moment. I'm happy for you. I'm I'm glad we made it here to this point where you could be told be told a joke via 
close captions. Uh, so before they all leave the factory, uh, Kyle and Bonnie have a conversation here. Uh, there's something going on, but the main thing here is we learned that Bonnie wanted to always play basketball, but her parents thought that the club that is here, the Young Achievers Club, would look much better on a college application than a sport, and then they head off. I, is that true? I thought about it. So I wrote that down. <laughs> just as something that, like, stuck out to me. I'm just like, is that, is that true? Like, because, like, if you're just a basketball player, even a, even a women's basketball team is looking to give out scholarships. Yeah, it's like the and whole she thing. she seems so good. <laughs> she hooped. She hooped. She, yeah, so it's just like, like, <laughs> does Yana, like, does any, one, does any college care? Two, does Young Achiever look any better than basketball team? Especially if you're gonna try and become a doctor. The Young Achievers Club sounds like something made up by kind of smart kids. It, it sounds like something made up by smart kids who don't want to do anything. Like yes. the smart <laughs> kids that are not young achievers are like, yeah, it's the young achiever club. We just kind of like, you know, we talk about things and learn stuff. And that is why I can't get this essay done in time. We also tour potato chip factories in our spare time. I'm also, yeah, we're we're going on a field trip to the uh, potato chip factory. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Weird thing to be like, you cannot get a scholarship from sports, Bonnie. That is a dumb idea. No one wants to see you be a member of a team. They want you to see see you be a member of a club. That goes to potato chip factories in their spare time. So the group leaves the factory and then they are all joined in the car by Russell, who's just crossing a street somewhere. And he's like, whoa, Kyle, your ears are large. So he gets in the car. The best part about this, this whole like leprechaun transformation is that in the pre, before they all get in the car, there's like really light showing of the grandfather's beard. And you're like, is this like, is he growing facial hair? And it's like hard to even see. But it's there, and then boom, next scene, that is, like, two feet long. His beard is two feet long. I didn't see the, like, the original, like, little bit of facial hair on him. So when that two-foot beard came, I went, that was, uh, five minutes. Yeah, it's not even, even with the little bit of facial hair, it doesn't make sense. Okay, I'm glad, I'm glad. (laughs) Meanwhile, the mom is a foot tall. And no one else has changed outside of their ears and beard. Ma is not old, so she doesn't have the anti-shrinkage power. I don't know. Anyway, um, the dad, they head to where the Irish festival is. Everybody's packing up. So the dad gets out and peers into Seamus's trailer here, where Seamus sees him. Actually kind of scared me a little bit when Seamus popped out. Uh, And then they started a car chase. For a movie that is heavy and, like, irish stereotypes and like culture and heritage uh they chose for this chase scene ska music for their chase i think there's just like a thing in my head that just blocks out ska music that's fine that's i'm cool. gonna bring it up yeah <laughs> it's not dead i promise <laughs> ideally 
<laughs> you're just not hip, man. I promise. I don't know. If you like Scott music, that's fine. But if you're Ethan, <laughs> I'm just gonna bully you about anything anyway. So Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't like just I can like anything. Not yeah, I'll find something it. else. <laughs> if it's not now, it'd be in five minutes from now. Uh so they get in the chase. It ends when Seamus gets his goons to throw some good old corned beef and cabbage at the granddad's car. And apparently they pop a tire as Seamus gets away. Uh, my favorite thing is when this tire pops and they stop, Kyle's like, come on, we got to change the tire right now. Come on, where's your spare? Like they had a chance to catch up to Seamus who was already driving away. Yeah, like I, I just like the, the dad's a buffoon. <laughs> their grandfather's old. The mom is a foot tall and the rest of them are kids. Who's going to change the tire this fast, buddy? Even a normal like human, like a normal person, normal skills, they're not a NASCAR like pit crew. Like Seamus is not yeah. going to the speed limit, I promise you that. Yeah. So w- once they're stopped here, the bad luck continues for everybody. It starts to rain when Bonnie asks if it can get any worse. Uh, Kyle then tells Russell to get back home so he can make the game. Uh, but Russell stays. And then Bonnie um, does a passionate speech here where she says that sports aren't everything and that everybody has bad luck, but you just got to never give up because that's what Americans do. Um, I don't know. I think you know what I'm going to bring up here. And go for it. I, th- th- I felt like I brought up the last one. I want you to bring this one up too. Okay. Uh, it, it's, it's funny. I'll give it that. Um, during, during this speech, um, Bonnie brings up the fact uh, similar to the mom earlier that when the Irish came to America, they were oppressed and they got paid very little for the work that they did. But uh, in this scene, Russell is also here. Um, and uh, Russell uh, says, well, at least they got paid. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's good coming from Russell because like, but like, I also like, I don't get those jokes in shows or movies where it's like, yeah, like what about this other group that were completely ignoring their problems to just hyper focus on this situation? <laughs> like not to spoil the ending because boy, do I not want to. <laughs> it ends in such a hoorah way. Yeah. That you're like, how did we just like brush over the fact that other people and other races and heritages also (laughs) are like experience problems? There's a whole gigantic group of people out there that do not know their heritage. And we're like, yeah, but you know, you can't let our kid know that we're uh, uh, leprechauns or Irish (laughs) or even have one, have heritage. It was very weird how, like, the first time we hear the talk about how, like, the Irish had problems in America, it's coming from the mom who has just transformed into this, I am Irish, that's my personality now. So it's like, oh, this might be seen as a joke. But then yeah. even that, like, but then we go to now, and it's like, Bonnie's like, Irish people had issues. And it's like, I... It's just like, you don't have to... Care. It's like you're painting inside the lines, but you're just painting a blue piece of paper like nothing's (laughs) just broaden the horizon like you're gonna talk about how america is the home so then like bring in the concept of non-white people (laughs) 
do do yourself a favor for the longevity of this movie. We did the color of friendship. What more do you want? We can't be socially conscious in more than one movie. <laughs> and that even that movie was just like, this is crazy. You hear about the apartheid? You hear about like racism? Well, this is a white girl's perspective <laughs> of it. You're not gonna believe this stuff we got going on here. <laughs> and it's just like it's like like why are you like just be a little more broad with what you're saying and you don't have to like have like a wink wink nudge nudge joke where you're like, huh, remember racism? <laughs> like who is that joke for? It's for nobody. Like who like you're put you wrote that the same writer who probably wrote the speech was like, and then I'll do a thing where we're like, yeah, what about racism? Huh? <laughs> and the black kid will say that. I think, because we're supposed to have one of those. And it's, a friend, it's a friend group. We're going to have the uh, our main white boy. We're going to have our black sidekick and uh, a racially ambiguous third one. Right. If not another white girl. Mm-hmm. You went, hey, look at all these Irish problems. And then you went, yeah, but also they're like, at least they weren't slaves. And we're just not going to like combine them. Be a little bit more open, open with what you're saying. You don't even have to be like hard on like color friendship. Like this is racism. You can just kind of bring up that it's not only Irish people who have problems with their heritage in America. Problems in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, either way, we 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 digress. <laughs> um, after Bonnie's passionate speech, everybody is now in the mood to fix all their problems. Uh. It stops to rain. They see a rainbow. And by they, I mean Kyle, Russell, and Granddad. Uh, the parents and Bonnie have gone off to find a patch for the tire. I don't know why Bonnie decided to go with the parents and not stay with uh, Kyle, who she obviously just had a moment with. Well, Bonnie is going off to get a phone, go to a phone to call the school and be like, hey, oh, uh, okay. I'm alive. I didn't fall into a bat of chips. I don't, you know, I don't know what you call the school and say, though, in that situation. Like, hey, don't worry about me. Uh, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not coming back. I left, <laughs> but I'm fine. It's, it's like I, I didn't fall into a vat of chips at the factory, but I did go through a chute and just land on pure concrete instead, and then I left with some leprechauns. I'll be back for the basketball game, though. Just tell my dad that I, I don't know, oh. accounted for somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, not even safe, just accounted for. So Kyle, Russell, and Granddad see this rainbow, and because leprechauns and all, Granddad's like, we gotta get to the end of it to find Seamus. So they run, and even though they don't find the end of the rainbow, they do find Seamus' trailer. Uh, So while um, Russell is on patrol, while uh, Seamus is in this restaurant singing Irish songs, Kyle and Granddad sneak into the trailer where they find the safe that holds the gold coin granddad uses his leprechaun magic that's a thing uh to open the safe where they find kyle's coin and a bunch of other coins in there kyle puts on the necklace again and everything starts to turn back to normal here and also at this time kyle has to convince granddad not to steal not to steal the rest of the gold coins because uh the irish people didn't come to america to steal they came to work right so so a few things here uh, my first thing is, 
the Knicks are up three in overtime against the Philadelphia overtime. 76ers. It is 91 to 88, and Alec Burks just hit a three. My other things are, one, one of the henchmen for Seamus is going to be in dad napped. Is that a decom? Yes. All right. One of them is. My other thing is, what's their plan here with their lookout? Because if you've got to set up a lookout, why is he right outside the door of the place that the bad guys are going to have to come out of? You put the lookout either inside the RV with you guys and just looking out the window or outside the RV, hiding and looking and waiting for those guys. He honestly draws more attention to himself as he peers over the some sort of window covering to look into the restaurant where the gang or goons are at one end of the table, the opposite end of Seamus right. could be looking at him. Yeah, and it's just like, also like the grandfather for like someone who has just been around for hundreds of years and has had run-ins with Seamus has no clue about any of Seamus's powers. No. Just gets outsmarted at every corner by someone that he seemingly knows. Well, he's an old man. Yeah, that's all I got. An old man, but he's also like 200. Like he's not, you know, he's not on his last legs. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, because I mean, it, we'll, we'll see Seamus like get this feeling when they're going through the gold coins uh, and intuition, some may say. And it's like the granddad should know, but I guess his leprechaun thoughts of wanting to steal the pot of gold was just too much for him to handle. There's a middle ground of like, no, we can't take this gold. It's everybody else's. And let's take this gold. It's all for us. <laughs> like, I don't know. Take the RV. <laughs> yeah, honestly, they don't have a car. Right. Just take the RV. You, you have leprechaun magic. You can start it. Yeah, if you have, if you like use your leprechaun luck, I'm sure you can like somehow hotwire a car. Yeah, if you can open a safe, you can start a car. I think that was in uh, Dodgeball. I think that was the quote. Right. Uh. <laughs> You have anything else? No. No. So while that's happening, Seamus gets this intuition. He turns into a big ghost dude, I think is the only way I can describe it. I don't know. Comes in ghost mode, grabs granddad by the beard, takes granddad out of the RV, and then brings him back in, holding the beard. I don't know. Granddad's captured. Yeah, it it just feels like, uh, (laughs) this feels excessive to get the granddad that way. It feels like they had some extra uh, money in the budget for some CGI here. And when like, okay, we're not going to improve the green screen here where we see Kyle's ear shrink where you can see green on the background. But we will make Seamus turn into a ghost. Yeah. Also, at this point, Russell is grabbed by goons and just taken away. He was outside of... Right, because they walked out of the (laughs) pub that they were in, looked to the side and saw Russell. Uh, one thing I I didn't write down, but I do remember about the, I, I guess you can call it a pub. It's a decom. No beer. Yeah, it's also just like, it's so like low budget. It's just like a red room with some tables and chairs. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to bring up. Um, So everybody's taken away. Everybody's in trouble. But when earlier in the movie, when uh Kyle's dad was like, going to Seamus's trailer, Granddad was like, 
yo, if you uh, bump in the Seamus, wager with them. And that's all we we got from that conversation. But Kyle remembers this here. And he makes a wager with Seamus for the lucky coin. And the wager is for the coin. But if not, I think the granddad stays a slave. Is that? No. Um, or is it the second one? Kyle. If Kyle doesn't win, he keeps the coin. They stop chasing after it. But he would still potentially let the grandfather go. Yes. Yeah, that's it. If he if he wins, he gets the coin back and the grandfather gets freed. I think also potentially. Yeah, still a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes into play. Uh, but yeah, either way, the wager is sports because it's Kyle. Uh, they shake on it and then they go to this fantasy Irish world. Where they face off in something called isn't it like Iyer? Uh, that's where um, Seamus is from. So maybe yeah. Either way, they're playing the Irish like an Irish Olympics kind of thing. It's called mm-hmm. the Tail Tailteen Games. All right, so here it is. The first game is like a field hockey, polo, football, baseball combo thing. Best way to describe it, yeah. The second game is rock throwing. Kyle wins the first one. Cowan's the first one. Rock throwing, Seamus wins. Then we have chariot wheel throwing. And Seamus wins. wins. Then we have rugby, question mark. Uh, I don't have the fourth. It's, it's another Kyle game wins. with a ball. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it ends, I think it's like some rugby style thing because they're going for him for it and he kicks it through the uprights and I watched more rugby than I've ever watched this weekend. <laughs> And I can confirm that that is a thing you do in rugby. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, also, also during this game, we learned Seamus's uh, motivation because they forgot to really give one for Seamus. Uh, he admits that he wants to take the coin so that he can steal power from every leprechaun in America and he can become the leprechaun king. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. So then you jumped ahead a little bit, but then we have wrestling. Seamus was going to win. Then we have spear throwing, and this is where that quote comes from, because then, because then Kyle quotes the great Babe Ruth and says, here in America, we don't believe in kings, we believe in baseball. <laughs> then they race, don't really know how he lost that one, but Seamus wins. Legs? I don't know, I guess. He's younger. <laughs> then they have an Irish step dancing battle, which poses the question, who's judging this? Because... <laughs> One person did Irish step dancing and the other person didn't. Break danced. He, yeah, he broke danced. <laughs> is, it the past is that it? Ten- is that the past tense of break dancing? Uh, I don't think the hip kids said broke dance, but <laughs> uh, that's not us. Uh, yeah, I mean, if anybody is judging this dance, it'd be Seamus's goons. Who do you think would win these against you and me? Between you and me? I think it's okay. probably like a magic scoring system, just to put that out there. Oh, that makes sense, because leprechauns, yeah. Um, (sighs) First game, baseball, football, polo, field hockey, combo, hybrid. (laughs) I I don't know, and that one feels like a toss-up. That'd be like a good competition. Yeah, it'd be a good competition, and that one really could go either way. Depending on the day. (laughs) Depending on the day. But I think, you know, I think I've got more experience with sports that's not basketball. Yeah, that's fair. Then we got rock throwing. I feel like that's a wash. 
Like, who wins that? Neither of us can do that. No, I've tried to lift, like, rocks on Those are heavy rocks. Before. Yeah, and it's like, I was, like, after lifting heavy stuff, I would go to lift these rocks, and I still wouldn't be able to do it. Not happening. Right. I think I'm stronger than you, but I still don't know, just looking at those rocks, how either of us lift it. This one's not happening, but I would give you the next one, because that's just wheels. Yeah. That they wouldn't go far, a... but... Right. I think I could, yeah. Okay, so so it's one zero me. It's it's one to maybe one. One to uh, one to zero to two. <laughs> then we got wrestling. Wait, we missed the other ball game. Oh, th- oh, sorry. Then we got rugby. And I had to say, just from my forty five minutes of watching <laughs> rugby yesterday, I think I get this. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. And then we got wrestling. You're winning that. I'm up 3 0. Remember, folks, you got to win five. You have to win five of these. They said this is an eight <laughs> game. They couldn't cut any of these out. No. Um, next one's the spear archery throw kind of thing. Uh, uh-huh. I think I'd win that one. I think I have a shot. Yeah, I think, you, I think you'd have a shot there. there it's uh, not power related, and it's not uh, like I have to have stamina. I think I'm a better, I can, I'm a better pitcher than you, though. I can throw better. But I need one. But you need one. Well, uh, spoiler alert, I'm giving you race and Irish step dancing. You'd give me... Okay, okay. I'm definitely taking dancing. I think you get race too. Okay, I think so, yeah. Um, I will take step dancing because of my uh, experience with Just Dance. I think just like your rugby experience of watching it me playing just dance and right. uh, yeah, I'm not even disputing this. We don't. Even I, I just want to. I just want to flaunt my and flex my um my dancing skills. I also played the uh, DDR Disney Channel edition for the PS2 recently. Uh, <laughs> but in light of getting to the main event, I will give you spear throw. Thank you. <laughs> so that begs the question of who would win in a basketball game versus you and me. Well, we can see in two weeks. In two weeks, we will we'll, have that answer. We will have that answer. How? I don't know. Where? I don't know. But we will have that answer. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. And you, we'll let you know who wins the uh, eight, the eight, what is this, eighth or ninth? Mm-hmm. The, the tiebreaker. Yeah, so who that'll be fun. Who wins the uh, Tale of Teen Games? All things considered, I do follow us on Twitter because I think we're going to have some stuff ramping up soon. We're going to have some info that you're going to want to take advantage of. So make sure you're following the unofficial decom podcast on Twitter. It's under new management, the Twitter account. You got to guess. There's a lot more boy band references (laughs) on the Twitter. I wonder who would do that. I wonder who, but stay tuned to our Twitter. We're going to have some more stuff dropping. That'll be interesting. But anyway, we should get back to this podcast. And the winner of the games. Yeah. Okay, cool. Back to the games. Um. So, of course, all this happens, games are tied, but Seamus says to hand over the coin because uh, it was only in the event that, in the event that if Kyle won, he would get to keep it. But since they tied, he loses. Right. He had to beat him to get to not lose. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. And, and then on top of that, Seamus is like, I also said, you only maybe get your granddad back. I'm keeping him as a slave for the rest of his life. So to stop that, Kyle is like, I'm going to challenge you one more time. But this time, it's in basketball. And everybody's not happy about this. 
because um, Kyle doesn't have his lucky gold coin anymore, so he sucks at basketball. Right. It's a losing cause. Though, and the wager here is that uh, Seamus will give the co- the coin back and go to go live on the shores of Erie for the rest of his life, and he'll never leave. But if Kyle, that's if Kyle wins. But if Kyle loses, he will take the place of the granddad and become Seamus' slave. Yeah, sure. So they're transported to the gym at the school with their team. Uh, we're thrown into overtime at this basketball game where on the other team, it's Seamus and his goons. Uh, game star- uh, Overtime starts. It's not looking good for Kyle's team. Uh, his parents and Bonnie also arrive at this time. I have a lot to say about basketball during this this scene. And my first one is uh, Kyle throws in the ball. There's this five-second violation in basketball throwing the ball in. I counted. It was eight seconds. That's a violation that they don't call. Uh, next one is, uh, I believe, I believe Seamus is dribbling up the court. Uh, one of the goons full-on checks, I think, Russell. And then Seamus just straight-on shoulder checks Kyle. Two offensive fouls not called in one position possession. Speaking of fouls not called in a possession, refs, get on that. Nick should have beat the Sixers. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that's the, that's the first two. There's more later. Um, of course. It's still looking bad for Kyle's team, but Granddad, who is sitting on top of one of the basketball hoops, throws down a lucky coin to Russell. Uh, and But the thing is, that coin's not lucky, and he says that a kid who believes in lepre- leprechauns will believe in anything. So the team starts to improve from here. Uh, Russell plays better. And then after that, some guy, a shame is at the foul line. Kyle and his granddad have a conversation here where granddad says that the coin is fake, but luck is really just confidence that comes from inside of you. So I Kyle get, and Russell are both playing. I get story-wise, like why this conversation is happening. But why is Kyle like, dude, what the heck? You gave, you gave Russell a fake coin? I'm like, jealous. Why do you care? <laughs> Stop. Focus. <laughs> that or you're like trapped forever. Yeah, like this isn't just a championship game. This is a right. life or death game. This is not just a rec league game pre Steph Curry, so no one's shooting a three. Like this is this is important. And you're well, you all have what the heck, granddad, giving up corners to everybody? Nobody's having uh orange slices after this game. You're going to uh become a slave, you know. But either way, team's playing better here. Um it comes down to one file play with the game tied. Um, Seamus, now full leprechaun, is guarding Kyle. Uh, and basically, Kyle passes it to Russell, hits the game-winning layup. I got a couple things to say. Okay. First off, um, during this play, Kyle is dribbling from posting up uh, Seamus at the three-point line here. He spins around. Oh, this is a prior play. I'm sorry. Spins around Seamus here. I'm going to say Kyle is at top of the key a little bit left. So he's not on the, at the side is what I'm trying to say. Man spins inward, like towards the basket. And when they cut here, Kyle is making a layup from the side of the basket. Yeah. Did you notice that one? No. No, okay. Then that was just a big thing of mumbo jumbo. All I know is I cannot be criticized for any rants I've ever gone on. on the That's fine. You, 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 can cut that, you can cut that one out. <laughs> Um, also this final play where Kyle steals the ball, 
bold move to just dive stomach first onto hardwood. You gotta to- have that mentality, you know? It's like we said, life or death. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that would knock the wind out of you maybe a little bit. Well, then you can sit down on the bench and a better player can go in. <laughs> you do got a point. Maybe uh, Dylan Dirk, uh, duh, that guy can come in. DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio can come back in and Joe see DiMaggio. <laughs> um, uh, This one doesn't matter too much. Uh, during the final play, clock is in slow motion while the game's in normal speed. So <laughs> That's good. Just a weird, weird, like, it cuts back and forth between the clock going slow motion, the play going at full speed. And you're like, this is not... This is not eight seconds. Um, also, after Russell makes the shot, the clock still has like maybe a full second on there. Just the clock runs out, though. Seamus still had a chance to win the game, but they didn't stop the clock. And I think this is a fraud game. That shouldn't count. I do like at the end, Russell gets the final points to score to, to win the game. And Russell's dad exclaims, that's my son. And then hugs a random... Teenage girl. <laughs> I love, I love him. It was great. Shout out Thurl Bailey. They all listen to his album after this. <laughs> so with the game one, Kyle tells Seamus he has to hold up the end of his bet. And Seamus is like, I just have to go back home to Ireland. You said uh, the shores of Ira. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. Ira? Either way. If it's not, if it's wrong enough, well... I'll end it in a new one in. Big thing is, the wager that Kyle made was he would send Seamus to the shores of Erie, a.k.a. Lake Erie, and Seamus gets sent into the lake. He's also shrunk down to Leprechaun. Yeah, I don't know how you bypass that one, because that is maybe (laughs) some of the worst CGI we've seen. It was not as bad as the ears one from earlier. I promise you. You could see, like, literal green (laughs) on the background. It was like we went, we reverted back to Smart House uh, video Walgreens screen for that one. This one wasn't good either, but but yeah. Uh, Seamus is sent back to Cleveland. Everybody celebrates at the game. And we wrap up the Bonnie storyline with Bonnie's dad, who apparently is at this basketball game, uh, was worried about Bonnie this whole time, but luckily is saved by the granddad saying that she has a scholarship with Emerald Island potato chips, Isle potato chips. Um, but only if she plays basketball because they only went what well, only want well-rounded uh, people. Yeah, that's the word for a human. I, I said for well-roundedness. I'm like, oh, that's no. <laughs> uh, do you think, um, whatchamacallit, what's her name? Do you think Bonnie really wants to have an internship at a potato chip company when she wants to be a doctor? I don't know. But, she, you know. she didn't look real th- thrilled about it. <laughs> But, you know, at least she got saved there. You know, she gets to play. I don't, who even knows if she wants to be a doctor? But she gets to play basketball. She's going to get the internship at the potato company. It's a better alternative than her dad being mad at her right now and her going home and not getting to play basketball ever again. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Let's finish this up. We go to Heritage Day. Kyle performs his Irish step dance on stage. Um, and, and then after his step dance, since America is all nationalities mixed together, he, along with Seven Foot, Thurl Bailey, and everybody else in the auditorium, sing a sing a dazzling rendition of "This Land Is Your Land." 
and Bonnie and uh, Kyle hug as the movie ends. It's funny. It's funnier. I, first of all, I hate that you just sprinted through that like it wasn't the best thing we've ever had in the decom. <laughs> I, I'm, I got stuff to say about it. Uh, well, so yeah. the Thurl Bailey part is it's less weird that he's one of the first people to start singing now that you have told me that he has a Christmas album. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even connect that. It's just he stands up and like, at this point, I think Kyle's dad and mom are singing, but nobody else really is. But then he comes in with this booming voice. And we're like, uh, 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 I guess we got to sing now. I also love the Irish step dancing in a Cleveland Browns t-shirt just that to combine sh- his two heritages. That also just shows his pit stains. <laughs> no, it absolutely uh, just heartwarming rendition of this line is your land. <laughs> It is beautiful. Everybody from all, you know, all different parts of the world are sitting alone. And the flag backdrop behind everybody is completely blocked out by a giant American flag. It is, it's technically see-through. To show you that, yeah, (laughs) it's unity, but who cares? We got an American flag, baby. My, I, I, I wrote that down too. I'm like, the point of celebrating like a heritage day, the whole we're all a mixing pot thing, that's implied. <laughs> the point of heritage day is to showcase the heritages, putting that big American flag to cover the heritage flags. Wild choice. You know, uh, I think it's just important to know that once you get here, it's America or bust. <laughs> Although... It's America or bust if you look like you belong in America. Now sing this land is your land now right now. sing! <laughs> I will say, regardless, still my favorite scene we've had so far. It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's not even like, it's not cringy. You know, like it's not it's, hard It's not, to but watch. it's out of nowhere. For you, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like, it went from like, okay, he does this step dance. That makes total sense. And he's like, yeah, America's a mixing pot. This land is your, and it's like, whoa, whoa. Legitimately a scene I think, I think about once a year (laughs) of just like, just pure nonsense. Like, why are they doing this now? So amazing. But it's just so, it's so good. It's, it's the precursor to the lemonade mouth, the Terminate scene. Yeah, but it's so much better. Like, (laughs) it's just, it's better than anything we've seen. (laughs) It's on another level. It just goes to show you this movie is a better version of high school musical they're not even close to being the same why there's basketball and singing you got me there anyway i think it's time to rank the movie do you want to go first because i feel like you have a well we actually have uh yeah so apparently we have a lot of things to rank um apparently (laughs) we have three watch this art um okay so let's start here with the best friend rankings Russell, solid best friend, classic, this is what you need, I'm going to stick by you with an adventure, going to help you out, compete in a competition to save your (laughs) your grandfather from slavehood. And win it. From slavery. And win it. You know, he doesn't actually ever do anything in the competition. He cheers them on. That's more than enough. Basketball, obviously, he comes in and and saves the day (laughs) in basketball, but like the other eight, he's just on the sideline (laughs) 
but he's cheering him on. He's obviously otherworldly, so he's going to kind of enter the top tier, you know, like where yeah. other guys aren't necessarily. So we're going to put him at number six, right under Chucky, who is going to be a bit more like physical, like saving lives, saving True. life than he is. But shout out uh, Russell. Yeah. Um, I will say we have Nick from Can of Worms underrated because he did try and sacrifice his brother for <laughs> his best friend. Wait, are you telling me we have him too high up? We have him too low. <laughs> That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> anyway, uh, the athletes rankings next. I completely forgot we had athlete rankings. Uh, are we going with two here? Are we going with uh, Kyle and uh, Russell? Well, are we going with Kyle and Russell, or are we going with Kyle and Seamus? Well, here, here's the that thing again. That more fun. <laughs> well, here's the thing again. Just like, I was going to say the other me, just like Can of Worm. Nope. What's the movie? Did you take, did you disqualify the mermaid off the list? No, the mermaid's on the list. Oh, it's called 13th Year. We come to the 13th. <laughs> Can of Mermaids. <laughs> Can of Mermaids. Uh, we come to the 13th Year predicament again here, where uh, none of them are playing naturally. Right. None of them are playing naturally. We do get the message at the end that like your luck comes from the inside, but you can't deny that the coin had nothing to do with it. Right. So your luck comes from the inside, but we also know that's not true. Yeah, it's like we saw Kyle volleyball smack a three-pointer. In. He that's theoretically beat a teenage LeBron James, <laughs> arguably in his first prime. You know, like... <laughs> If if I think by just by that, if um if Kyle wasn't on any performance enhancing magical drugs, he would have to be number one for beating LeBron. Right. But it's like it's yeah, like beating LeBron is big even with the performance enhancing magical <laughs> idol. But it's not confirmed either. But it's not confirmed either. But technically he had to have beat LeBron. <laughs> His team was better than LeBron. Yeah. I don't I don't know where to put him because we have that and we saw him stink without the coin and right. he doesn't do too much after the fact without the coin in the last in the last game too. But here's the thing is like with 13th year Cody was low because he wasn't he wasn't the best despite mm-hmm. having the mermaid advantage. That's why he's so low. Yeah. He's 9 out of 10. So him at least being good and then him being good enough to beat, uh, uh, he's going to go up against like a super demon in the final minutes is pretty good. And I think almost the super demon lands in more of that Cody 13th year territory of being like, dude, why are you so bad at the end? There, there is that, but he didn't have the coin during the Ireland games. I think he, I think, so the way I looked at it is like, oh, so yeah, they play more than basketball. Yeah. But the yeah, the way I looked at it is is he had the Kyle had the coin for for the first eight Ireland games. Yes, I don't correct. think he had it for basketball. He did. I think the other guy had it for basketball. That is correct. But there's no telling that that magically enhances him. Oh man, we're really getting into some deep lore here. That I right, but we have to obviously because we're a sports podcast first. <laughs> So I don't think the idol of the O'Reilly clan magically enhances Seamus, but he does have his own magical powers going on. 
Yeah. Because he's a leprechaun. Right. So does that idol even come into play? Oh, man. My brain's hurting. So, right. If this idol is all, like, magical and powerful, it's only working for him at the start of the movie. He still overcomes the super beast in that and wins four pretty impressive um, challenges. I guess one is breakdancing. That's still pretty impressive. Right. Lux into rugby and field hockey, and then there's another one that I'm forgetting that he wins. Uh, the race. Nope, he lost oh, he the, race. We, the race. Yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs> so I, I spear throwing, spear throwing. Yeah, I do. Th- I do think Kyle should be higher up on the list, right? But not too high. I was thinking he was under. I was thinking he was under Brink. I was thinking about that too. Either under Brink or under Val, and I'm fine with either of them. Yeah, I think splitting Brink and Val up is good because we haven't been able to, and he seems like the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. And then if we're putting uh, Seamus near the bottom, I do think we should put him above Cody because I think he is better than uh, Mermaid Swimmer. Yeah, I'm good with putting him 10th right above Cody because he's right. He gets beaten in the basketball, but he's, you know, he's got the rock throwing. He's got the tire throwing. He wins the foot race, which Stone doesn't make sense to me, <laughs> and wrestles the kid. He's got his power, but he's got powers, but still, Cody almost loses. Right. Yeah. So that's the athlete's ranking. And now we just have one more where we have to rank the actual movie, the big one, the big, the big, the big cheese. So where are you at right now? You want me to go first? Uh, yeah. I, my thing is, like, I don't want to be influenced here by, by your decision because I feel like we're going to have different ones but you can go first okay so i i came into the movie thinking it was going to be number one i came Mm -hmm. into the podcast thinking it was going to be number one i'm not here thinking it's number one number it's not number one for me i'll tell you that much right i still think it's top tier (laughs) i look at these and i kind of i kind of come back to up up and away Mm mm-hmm as a comparison movie and just looking at both of them as i think also i think this final that final scene is pulling a lot of weight i don't think it should pull as much weight as you say it is but i do i'm with you on it being one of the best scenes yeah i mean it's just so funny (laughs) (laughs) uh but up up and away i think kind of just does this better this like same day family secret, not really knowing who you are and trying to build your own path as a person. Mm-hmm, definitely. I think Up, Up, and Away kind of does it in a better and less offensive way. <laughs> that just, that doesn't isolate entire groups of people. <laughs> and then it's putting it, but then I go and I look and it, that would be putting it above Xenon. So... Right now where I'm standing is I think I think it's gonna go seventh for me. Okay. Okay. It's gonna go below Xenon. It's gonna go above the other me. That's fine. Yeah. But I like it a lot and I I wanted to put it above up up like like I wanted it to put it up at the top, but looking at up up in a way, I just think they're very similar and this one is doing it better. Oh, hundred percent. Or up up in a way is doing way. it better. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even. Um, 
I don't. How much do you think like nostalgia is leaning into your answer here? Because I haven't seen it before. Like that's my thing. Do you think maybe a little bit? I think there is part of it that is leaning into it, mm-hmm. but I also think so much of it is like I like I have movies that I like on here, and I and I think I've been pretty good about not moving things around. I think I might have. I think I might have actually bumped motocross down last week when I was filling out when I was putting it into the. <laughs> when I was putting it into the, you put it down lower. Yeah, I think I just bumped it. Oh, dang, under xenon the sequel. But like, I try not to move things around too much. Yeah, and like, and I don't like, and I try not to have things crowd my judgment, especially nostalgia. Like, I don't know. I never would have guessed Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire <laughs> would be number one for as long as it has been. But yeah, it is. So I think, luckily, I think nostalgia would have had me putting it higher. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to ask. Like, I think I think I am trying to fight it right now. (laughs) I respect that. Power to you. I feel like I'm mixed on this movie. I mean, like, it was a fun concept. It's a basketball movie. So it's like, honestly, like, I like it. Um. There's a lot of good moments throughout it. We've talked about the end scene, but there's a lot of other good moments throughout the entire film. The thing that's holding it down for me is I feel like it's that whole leprechaun storyline. I it's it's not the worst thing ever, but the whole you had the whole like lucky coin thing, and I feel like you could have done this whole thing without the leprechaun thing. But since it was a decom, they're like we need something more. And then they really want ham on the Irish and leprechaun thing. Right. Well, I think you need like you like you want the magic stuff to be in it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't blame them because like right. Lucky Coin, it's a story. It's not nothing special. Yeah, it's not. If it's just like, oh, this guy lost his Lucky Coin. Now he's super unlucky. It's a different movie. Yeah. Where this one is like, they're obviously trying to have they're trying to have like a heritage type thing and despite it them just being like kind of not aware with that but it was also 20 years ago yeah and i don't think they were aware at the time either (laughs) but (laughs) it's more forgivable and i think they want like they want to incorporate the magic stuff so you kind of have to bring in the leprechaun yeah but also, like, I like, I get it. Like, there are plot holes to the whole, like, there are parts where he's, there are points in his life where he's not wearing his lucky necklace. Mm-hmm. It's so not even plot happening. holes that are, yeah. it's not even plot holes that are holding it back for me. It's just like, they went so heavy on this, like, Irish, uh, I, like, and I get that's the mom's character. I get that. It's like, it's a big part of everything. I, I don't know. It's just, if I, uh, I feel like it could have been better. I, I don't know really where I fall with this. It's definitely not like low tier, but I don't know if it's high tier either. Yeah. I think it might be somewhere in the middle for me. And I think, I think for now, I'll put it 12th on my list. Okay. I think What's I'll put it 12th. That is, uh, that is below horse sense and ahead of Phantom of the Megaplex. I'm annoyed because I know, like, when we come to reevaluate everything, I can't move horse sense. Like, I love <laughs> because any any attempt of me moving it up is just my love for it. As a yeah. 
So it's, it's clouded judgment from this it's, point yeah, on. It's clouded judgment because there's just such nostalgia to it. Like, <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun movie. Nostalgia from, I don't know, maybe 10 ish weeks ago. Yeah. No, but I, I definitely agree. And I really thought I was going to put Luck of the Irish lower coming in, but I feel like it's got enough good stuff to outweigh at least some of the bad. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, that's the thing is like, there are, there is nonsense to all of these movies that we forget, you know? Like, yeah. just even looking at Up, Up, and Away after I did my whole rankings, like, yeah, there was that whole, like, aluminum foil plot where it was just, like, there, and, there's, and there's definitely stuff that doesn't make sense, but I think, I think that's the beauty of it is, like, we're obviously, like, not on top of this. Like, we're not real. We're not, <laughs> we don't review movies. We... We're not claiming anything here. No, and our official rankings are official to us. <laughs> right. It's it's like trying to like rank the di- like the differences between I don't I don't I don't know the one that comes to my head is like soup. It's like you obviously got your really good ones and then you got ones that taste terrible, but then you just got a bunch in the middle that are like it it they're there. Right. And then you forget that one thing that you were like, oh, this is why this is here in the ranking. Yeah. While you're 20 soups later. We're not, you know, <laughs> we don't claim to be professional soup rank. We don't claim to be professional movie rankers. Well, not yet. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, if someone pays us, then. Yeah, it's not something to. I'm working towards in my life. But if, if somebody offers me money, hell yeah, I'm reviewing movies. We're not there right now. <laughs> not there. Yeah, we will be. Trust the process. Yeah. Uh, play us out, Ethan. This land is your land. This land is my land. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcast through our Anchor FM link in the description. I can't believe you're saying in two of the last three podcasts. I'm in a musical kind of mood. Um, yeah, Anchor FM link is fixed. Uh, <laughs> I, think I think we've been putting the, the wrong one ones. in the description was have been fine i I replaced them oh i don't know who knows i don't know maybe they were wrong uh they send you to the actual place now but you can check out where to find us through there uh make sure you follow us on whichever podcast that you prefer in order to never miss an never miss an episode and make sure you rate us five stars on the apple podcast no matter how you feel about the pod you can follow us on twitter at unofficial decom for podcast updates and more we've talked about uh the ireland games and more I'm not gonna call them projects. We're not that pristine. More stuff we're gonna do, kind we of related stuff to coming this. Up. Make sure you follow us on Twitter because that's gonna be for now. That's gonna be the easiest way to know what's going on. We're Hopefully, we're doing stuff. We're making moves. We're, we're making moves. We're doing stuff. Also Things support. Also support me coming up with hilarious tweets every week. Every week, most of the weeks. Um, you can also email us. <laughs> wow um you can email us uh, at unofficial at gmail.com if you have any questions you want answered thoughts or you just want to hit us up there's new episodes every thursday and next week join us when we talk about hounded 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 okay yes uh how about i hound y'all with another thrilling rendition of this land is your land right now bye bye everybody this land is your land <laughs>